This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, if you are going to say the name of that show, you're going to have to say it properly. Days of Our Lives? Yes. Or These are the days of our lives. Nope, you got to say it like Fred Sanford. I don't know how to say that. You you don't remember Fred Sanford talking about that show every day to his son Lamont? It's a little. I didn't watch the show. <laughs> first run, I was too. I wasn't born. Yeah, you probably weren't born first run. He every time he was. Hey, what, Fred? What are you doing? Watching Days of Our Lives. That's how he said it every time. Days of Our Lives. It was phenomenal. You guys should look back into history and learn things. Don't you think? I have not watched a lot of Sanford and Son. I was, I, you know, I bet that it it's on show, Tubi actually. or Pluto. What's that? I bet it's on Tubi or Pluto. Oh, yeah, I'm sure I mean, it is. The reruns are on there. Well, because otherwise, I wouldn't have, have caught it. I mean, it's not like it's on streaming. So, but if I'm sure one of those free networks have it. Yeah, man, because that's what I do a lot of is I look, I go back and, you know, watch shows that I never even heard of. They were on before I was old enough to even care. Mm-hmm. I love going back and watching it. You know, well, I mean, if you do go back and watch the Lucy show, I'm assuming. I've watched it plenty of times. I'm like, okay, I'm tapped well, out on Lucy for a while in our household. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you've had a little, you, she, she lives with a real life Ricky Ricardo. So I, I think, do. I think Uh-oh. she's done her research. Can I be Fred Mertz? You can be Fred Mertz. Yeah, that I'll would be perfect. House. Lucy, what are you doing I'm today? Catherine's Ethel. <laughs> nah, she wouldn't take that role. Nope, it's not going to happen. But, yeah, so I, like I said, right now for us, we're just catching up with all the rest of you watching great things, really enjoying watching television together, Catherine and I are. Um, it'll last till the end of the year, and then we'll see what happens after that, I guess. If it gets better, it gets worse. Who knows? Yeah, I just think that this is a major shift in the industry, and it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. You've got, you know, the unions trying to um, – sort of gather around in numbers. You have reality stars from TV shows trying to join the union. I think that's going to kind oh. of be a, an interesting aspect to it because here's here's what I find fascinating about all of this. Reality stars are like, we're tired of our image being used over and over and not mm-hmm. getting residuals. You guys are making a ton of money. But reality shows are what the networks have always relied upon if there is a slowdown in the industry or if there is a strike or if there's a pandemic. And now reality stars are saying no more. So it's going to be fascinating to see. This is being led by Brian Friedman and Mark Garagos, pretty high-powered lawyers. We'll see yeah. if they if they make any headway. And, of course, Bethany Frankel is leading the way on that. I don't know. Britt, have you any thoughts on that? Oh, yeah. So I actually been re- uh, listening to a lot of Rewives, her podcast that's doing pretty well. Um and then uh, her big push to have reality stars own their property. Um, I even though I man, I have a love hate relationship with Bethany. I get so annoyed with her, and then I'm like, she's not wrong, but God, does she? I don't know. I don't know what it is. Polarizing. She's yeah. polarizing. She's sent a lot of mixed messages over the years. Yeah. She is on the right side of this particular fight. And I think too many people are like, oh, she's just bitter that Bravo's not hiring her anymore. Blah, blah, blah. She'd go back in a heartbeat. I wouldn't say that because here's the thing is they've tried to they tried to get her on Legacy. They tried to get her. I mean, Andy Cohen and her have a good relationship and she could go back anytime she wanted. I think she's always wanted to make a reality show on her terms. It's just 
doesn't exist um, in that realm. I think that's where she gets a little bitter is she wants to be both Andy Cohen and Bethany Frankel, and she can't be. Right. She, she likes the power of it all. But I do think her organizing, and I think right now they have over 80, almost 100 stars who have said have stepped forward and said, yeah, I'd love to unionize here. I think, like, this is the right time. If they don't do it now, they're actually going to get passed over again. Like, yeah. this is the opportunity to do it. That's a really good point. I might have to sue someone. Oh. Who are you going to sue? I won't say who it is, but there is a sports channel that's using my voice, and I haven't gotten a check from them in years. Oh. What the hell's that all about? Interesting. I didn't even I know it was know. still running. I had no idea it was still running, but I was, I was looking around for an event. I'm like, I, Jesus, I got that thing about, I don't know how many years ago. It was a long time ago. Did you do it under a SAG contract? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you need to just call SAG. Let's go. Get off your ass. Yeah, let them know that it's running. And I've had to do that before. And then oh, you have go you really? and you get your money. Yeah. yeah they'll they'll pay, chase after them. Why don't they just pay their bills for, oh, that's right. They don't have any money. Never mind. Yeah, just go and chase after them. <laughs> just for the well, hell of SAG it. Well, SAG will chase after them. That's what you pay them for with your union dues. That's true. You're absolutely right about it. But I was surprised by that because I had no idea. I'm listening. I was like, that's me. I didn't even know that was still running. That's crazy. That must be a weird feeling. It is. Well, yeah, it's it happens weird. way more than you realize, too. I bet. Like, it, and that's the thing. Like, I've always – you can track it, too. There's certain sites. I think it's iSpot. You can, you can track some of your – it's not for voiceover, but if you've done any, like – TV commercials with your image, you can see when it last ran and things like that. I've I've gone and oh, tracked really? my commercials there, and then gone to SAG saying, "Hey, my contract ended with this, but it's still running. Where's my money?" Cough up. That's all I'm telling you. Yeah, get them. Yeah. All right, young lady. We will talk to you uh, later on today with the family. You bet. See you tomorrow. Thanks a lot, Kristen Burt. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll take a break. Be right back. Chris Eggert from Kristen to Chris. See, look at that. See? Nice crossover. We'll be right back. Chris Eggert will join us right after this. Tom Bernard here for Power Lodge and Miller Marine. Attention all Power Lodge sports enthusiasts. This August, we invite you to celebrate with Power Lodge as they hit a major milestone. 25 years of bringing action and excitement to Minnesota as your go-to destination for all things marine and power sports. To say thank you, each of our locations will host a local community appreciation day. Join Power Lodge in Brainerd, Ramsey, Onamia, or St. Cloud as they roll out the red carpet with delicious food, amazing prizes, fantastic giveaways, and unbeatable special pricing. As the grand prizes, they'll be raffling off a variety of Polaris ATVs and snowmobiles. Check out PowerLodge.com for events, uh, event dates near you, I should say. This Saturday, uh, August 12th, join Hubbard and Ramsey at Power Lodge from noon to 2 with Tom Bernard and Score North Swag. Plus, someone who registered to win on Saturday will score a pair of Gophers Cornhusker home opener football tickets. That'd be a hell of a game, I would think. Lower level seats, too, by the way, on the 50-yard line. What do you think of that action? Follow uh, Power Lodge on social media as they unveil 25 days of deals on the latest off-road and on-road vehicles, boats, and supplies from the top brands in Power Sports. That's right, 25 days of back-to-back incredible offers. You won't want to miss this. Mark your calendar for this Saturday and get in on the action during the 25th anniversary Power Lodge, where throttle therapy begins. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, 
Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments. Risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million pillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillow's regular price is $69.98, now only $19.98 and just $10 more for king-size. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts your exact individual needs to help you get the best sleep ever. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to get Mike's amazing offer on the queen-size MyPillow for only $19.98. Enter promo code TOM. In addition to this special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you will also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in MyPillows history. Go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOM. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. And now it's time for What Did Britney Say Next? See if you can guess what Britney said next. This was, did not feel like three hours. No. But if you say it felt like three hours. like What did Britney say next? If you said... Zooey Mama. You're right. Now back to the Tom Bernard Podcast. Boy, that's wild. Oh, that, that's what I was going to say. Oh, you say that all the time. I know. Oh, man. That's, oh, that's wild. That's what I, for sure, I thought I was going to say either brutal or wild mm-hmm. in that. So that's why I was, like, shocked. Zooey mama. Zooey mama. mama. You see the great life that I have, Mr. Happy Pants? I do, Tom, I do. You see it on your face. Absolutely. Just the pleasure of it all. There's no yep. question about it. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, news brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. Chris Eggert with us. 
I did not have a chance to watch the news this morning because I always watch the five eyewitness news when I get up, but I went for a couple of mile walk instead because it was so nice out. I, I, I want to try to get a little exercise in. Good so, for you. I I, I'm, I'm glad you went for a walk. It's a beautiful day. It was. It was absolutely magnificent. But I would like to know what were the headlines on Channel 5 today? Uh, the big deal this morning is the Minneapolis police chief has decided to restructure the Minneapolis police department and um, to try to make some institutional changes to sort of uh, move the city in the right direction ever since the George Floyd murder. So that was that was kind of the big, big story today. Last couple of days, actually. So and what is the right direction? Uh, well, that's a good question. Um, it, it's dividing it into two different departments Uh and one of them will be overseeing basically like all these things that have come from the Justice Department and um, administrative type deals. And then the other side will be sort of what you typically think of the police department. So I don't know. It, it's very wonky to me. And I, I guess as a as a lay person, I don't really understand how that gets us moving in the right direction. But that's what they seem to think. Well, I just everything now is political and it's just driving me. Everybody gets their political opinion in there. It's like, that's not your job to put your personal politics uh, in an argument over who's doing right and who's doing wrong. Get your head out of your ass and do your job. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> that ain't going to happen. <laughs> uh, you know, government, politics, I don't know. It's, you know, you know how that goes. I do. I don't think uh, I maybe it's happened before because I, uh, I have I wasn't around for the first, you know, couple hundred years or whatever it was. But I, I our government right now and I'm talking about the city, state and national level is the shakiest it's ever been. God, it's weird. Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely feel that way. But then I'm but then I'm, I, I question myself, too. And then I, I'm like, is it? Is it really that we're in that much trouble or is it because everybody has an outlet to uh, voice their frustrations with things? And maybe back in the day they didn't have that. You'd sit in the bar, you know, you'd sit across your uh, you'd sit in the in the bar and have an ale with your friend in the old log cabin and, and bitch about, you know, yeah, Paul Revere or what I mean, I'm just um, All the time I bitch about Paul Revere. I still do. <laughs> Terrible example. But you get what I'm saying? Like, no, I, I, I don't know. That you, we had that as an outlet for a conversation about these kinds of things. Now the conversations like this happen on social media. And um, I don't know. Is it, is it louder than what it really? I don't know. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. I, You know, we've talked about that many times before and have for years that eventually uh, – the internet's going to destroy the world. Everybody thinks they're such a big deal now because of the internet. It's like, calm down. Look at all my followers. Ooh, good for you. I, I know I kind of keep falling back on that as my, it's like my excuse for everything. It's like, well, these damn phones are, I mean, like, no matter what it is, I, I, I'm like, I'm at that point, but I don't, as an observer of this for 25 years, it's just what I see. It, it, it's, yeah. um, I have seen people's attitudes change and no doubt are less, there's less humanity. I, I think people are not willing to have a, a, 
kind of casual conversation and have have disagreements on things, but yet come to some kind of an understanding. I, you don't do that anymore. No, no, you don't do that at all. We we're talking about that an hour and a half ago at the beginning of the show. Yeah. People are much ruder. They're much more selfish than they've ever been. It's disgusting, and it's because of the internet. I think we should all just go to live up north in some place where there's no signal. <laughs> no. Get a canoe. Uh, that's where I'm going. You guys stay out of there. There you, you go. Stay here. <laughs> I, I got a spot up there already picked out. Don't you be coming, <laughs> marking your territory on my spot. I don't know if I'd call Anoka up there, but you know. Oh, I'm way further than Anoka. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going the border. Don't tell us your spot. Border. I'm getting as far away as I possibly can. Get up there, right at Lake of the Woods, baby. Yeah. 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 yeah I don't know. So the the thing at the Minneapolis Police Department, you know, there's been all this push for reform and all this push for change, um, in the wake of what happened with George Floyd, and mm-hmm. I, I think they, as an administration, feel like this is going to be able to help them to better. Um, govern their own department and to to ultimately do a better job for the people of Minneapolis. I guess we'll see, right? We shall see. I uh, I just really wish people would stop committing crimes at an all time high level. Uh, that that's interesting. You bring that up because we just had a story this morning that Ramsey County and St. Paul uh, carjackings and car thefts are way down. What good? Oh yeah, that's I great. did see that story. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, why like, is down that? considerably? Do they know why? Social media. <laughs> yes, because I steal stuff on social media. Um, they have apparently, they took some federal money and started up these like special programs to specifically target that stuff oh, and stop good. it before good. it happens, um, including like surveilling areas or I even got the impression people who they knew were known to be people who were in cahoots with right. all that business. Right. So, um, and yes, I just said cahoots because I'm years old <laughs> hey it works for me i like cahoots i don't even know what cahoots means but i like i don't know either but i wanted to see what Brittany would react after oh, i said cahoots. I, can't believe you didn't, can't believe you didn't say anything i just have to laugh cahoots and then i mean you're you're all over the board yesterday you said the word slooty and i didn't even realize it that is not a term i thought you would know that's very funny so sl- oh you you didn't know what the the uh, Brittany the chipmunk, you didn't know the term slooty? I knew I, it. I just was shocked when I rewatched yeah. the clip that you said that word. I was just, it's, uh, you're just so cool. Yeah, right. I'm always trying to sneak things in there. Um, <laughs> and this, uh, now I have this story for you guys, and I don't know, I feel like we've we've officially run out of things to to go after people for. The DNR is talking about cracking down on mushroom foraging in I state parks. What? I saw that, yes. Oh, my God. Uh, this land is your land. Yes. This land is my like, land. My fri- the, the friends that I have on social media that post about going around and getting mushrooms are like the most innocent, sweet people. They're rarely wearing shoes. It's, yeah. it's a whole vibe. Yeah. I, what? What's the argument? I think they don't want the um, uh, the state parks to be over harvested, so they're 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 just talking about it. They haven't made it official yet, um, but they're talking about limiting people to one gallon bag of mushrooms when they go foraging, well, which apparently is pissing off a lot of the mushroom people as pissed off as they can be. I have a question for you: How long would an entire bag of mushrooms even last anyway? 
I, all I can tell you is I had four random morel mushrooms that grew on my patio last year. Yeah. yeah. And I harvested them and I cut them up and ate them on pizza. And I think the next day I got like some gastrointestinal distress. <laughs> okay, Chris, that story, I did not know where it was going. I didn't, I can't believe you ate those mushrooms. Lots of people do. Yeah, but it's not like the ones on your deck that are like growing. No, they were, were morel. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I feel like the combination of what the runoff of your, what do you put on your yard, <laughs> things like that, it would not be not be the vibe, my friend. Uh, uh, listen, I asked a mushroom expert, and yes, there are mushroom experts. Uh, Tom, you ever do any mushroom foraging? No, I do not. I don't like mushrooms. You don't like them, period? Nope. I didn't know that about you. I just, they don't, they either have no taste. I, I don't know. It's, it's not that they taste bad or anything. Just they don't do anything yeah, for them. I agree. They have to be coupled with something. Yeah. Like onions yeah. or something to be able. Like if you yeah. put like a like a, a, a caramelized onion with some mushrooms on top of a steak. Yeah, there you I, go. I'm on board. But yep. the rest, of, yeah, I, I don't get. Like the people who go out and forage mushrooms, that you can buy a carton of them for $1.98 a carton. Right. Like why would you go sit walking through the woods to go I, find mushrooms? I do. I really like mushrooms. And it throw, when people say they don't like them, I, I always have to be like specific going like do you if i have it in something that won't throw you off tom like that wouldn't oh no 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 it's i don't hate them they okay. just don't have really any to me they don't have any flavor so you know as rudy said you throw a little onion on there or maybe some butter little butter definitely yeah. butter sure. makes definitely everything butter. better i think they take the flavor of whatever they're yeah sort of mm -hmm. surrounded by uh I, <laughs> I don't know though it just like the mushroom people are mad understandably like how many people are are foraging and then are we going to set up a division of mushroom patrol within the dnr that are going to go sure. out and the, the mushroom police are going to be, be patrolling the forests <laughs> and stopping you or you're gonna have to get a mushroom license like where 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 does it go from here Maybe you probably well if they can make money off your mushroom license, they're going to do it. I well, that's that. I mean honestly, that's kind of where I, <laughs> yeah. I think it. Um, I would like to be a mushroom policeman. Mm. Do you wear like a little toad hat? You think that would be a kind of low key law enforcement job? Yet it's DNR, so it probably pays pretty well. Like nobody's dying on the job. You're saying? Yeah, like you're not. You're not confronting the hardest of the hardened criminals. You're confiscating mushrooms from people. You have an advantage because you could chase them without, and they're wearing a flowy skirt and no shoes. Like you think you could take them on. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> uh, that's Mush weird. Mushroom um, police. I could just see Edgar right now with his back up against a, you know, a, a oak tree holding his gun, being like, I don't have time for backup. <laughs> shoulder rolling over some, some Today was foliage. Yeah. I was supposed to retire tomorrow. It was supposed to be my last day. <laughs> I'm too old for this um, shit. 75-year-old <laughs> guy with um, like those little round glasses is over there forging a mushroom, and I tackle him and throw him <laughs> yeah. to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, if you're not a mushroom guy, what kind of, uh, what kind of veggies do you like? Vegetable. Why? Well, I, I, it's not that I don't like mushrooms. I just don't love them like most people. Some people love them. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm a big asparagus guy. I yeah. like asparagus. I yeah. like Brussels sprouts. 
I like that kind of stuff. Tomatoes are phenomenal. I love Ooh, tomatoes. Phenomenal. Yeah, the Brussels sprout with just a little burnt edge. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got it. That's where it is. A little olive oil. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, that stuff, I, I really, really like all that stuff. Big mashed potato guy. Love that. French fries we'll go with, but you can't mention those because they're a little high in fat. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where are you at on cauliflower, Tom? Oh, great question. Great question. I want to know. Because what are you, cracked? She's applauding my response to a cauliflower. No, I, I want to know your, that's, that was my follow-up. I was actually going to talk about cauliflower. I don't know that I've ever eaten it. What? Unless it's an ingredient in something, but like flat out, you mean like buttered on your plate? Yeah, like I've never you can put had it in it. the air fryer, you can put it in the oven. Never had it. I don't, I've got to talk well, unless to Unless it Catherine. was part of, part of something else that I didn't notice. Where do you fall, Chris? I think it's an abomination. Okay. <laughs> I knew you were going to go that route yeah. because I'm a huge fan of cauliflower. Yeah, I, I liked rice cauliflower. I can't eat just like a piece what? of raw cauliflower. It's too much. No, well, like, nobody's no. eating raw cauliflower unless you get like those big dip things. But like, if you put a little olive oil, throw that in the air fryer, cauliflower is some so, oh, sure. so good. Yeah. I like lettuce. How about Same. That? I just count? ate a salad, actually. <laughs> but do you go iceberg or do you go romaine? Both. Both. Our arugula. Okay. Yeah, arugula's right. good, too. Arugula's solid. We like that stuff. Now let's get back to the main part of it. What do you got for meat? Thank you very much. Oh. Great to be here. Steak. No, I, I just got yeah, a steak, steak, some mashed potatoes, and some asparagus. I'm the happiest guy on earth. Yeah. It's wonderful kind of hard to although this is not the healthy option but it's kind of hard to beat fried chicken too well yes boy chicken's good chicken maybe the best it's ever been to tell you the truth the way they prepare it leave it in the stores you can get the four piece you can get the eight piece it's phenomenal my stepdad is the grumpiest person in the world and you give him like some fried chicken and he he turns into a different person (laughs) i feel that now I gotta ask you: white meat, dark meat? Does it matter? Hmm. Uh, I can go both ways. I don't me, know about the yeah, rest of you. Yeah, I, I can too. And I think it's funny when people have really strong preferences. But maybe because you come from a big family, I come from a big yeah, family, and yeah. you just take whatever. I always go, yeah. "I'll whatever." I don't yeah, care. I'll eat that crap underneath the bo- the bottom side of yeah, the chicken. Yeah, yeah like, for sure. I, I mean, I like thighs, but that weird stuff that's like. Kind of in his back, and I'm like, oh, I'll put that off. What the hell did you bring that yeah. up for? It's like for. the plywood of chicken. You just kind of like grab a lot, a little of it, and just yeah, go. Right, like, throws it into a wood chipper. He's like, well, whatever comes out, that's what we're eating tonight, kids. <laughs> Although, i got to be honest with you, chicken wings are my favorite by far. Oh, yeah. they're so by good. By far. Yeah. Love them. Flats or rounds? What's flats or rounds? What does that mean? So like the leg or the, <laughs> the thigh? No, no, no. Oh, sorry, the leg um, or the wing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So you know how you, you, it looks like a chicken drummy, you know, like a, yeah, yeah. But then no, there's the other ones that are like the flat ones. Yeah. The wings, I the like. Wing. Yeah. I like yeah. the wings better than the drumstick. Sure. I mean, I don't mind the drumstick. Don't get me wrong. I just like the chicken wing. Man, you get some chicken wings prepared, and you sit there on on the deck and on a beautiful day. Nothing better than chicken wings. I when I eat chicken wings, I want to eat them by myself. I don't want somebody yeah. around. Yeah. It's a- it's, it's not a flattering thing to eat no. with people. No, yeah. you, you might as well just get up out of a beanbag chair in front of somebody. <laughs> that if you're trying to, you know, <laughs> put one over with on your them, shirt like, off. yeah, it's awful because you just you make a mess of yourself and you just look terrible. 
You guys, do you know how to eat a chicken wing for Christ's no, sake? No, obviously. What's the yeah, big so, disaster? You got a bunch of sauce on it. <laughs> yeah. and just oh, totally. I don't put sauce on mine. Oh, see, so yeah. If you go straight buffalo, I love buffalo wings. Yeah, I, buffalo, yeah. Yeah, buffalo yeah. wings are it's good. It's good. And the best way to eat them is to just go whole hog and just get it all over the yeah. place. Yeah. Well, there's a guy doing that about, a, I guess, two weeks ago at the next table. He was he was eating his chicken wings like this. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, that I just me. love that so much when you're eating with your mouth open. That's yeah. wonderful. Freaking heathen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there was a kid on the bus in Portland who was just, he looked like Napoleon Dynamite just chewing on a piece of pizza. Oh. And I was like, I'm so envious of you. Yeah. I want to be you so bad, but I am so self-conscious. Just not a care in the world, mustard stain on his shirt, just chowing on a, you know, a, in a, a not even a good piece of pizza, like a he crusty was high. Domino's. Yeah. He was high. I don't know. Yeah, that whole deal. The chicken breast is good. But chicken breast, I do have to have something with that, like a barbecue sauce or something, because chicken breast can That's be a dry. little too too dry. Sure. Yep. Yeah, it's true. No, but I, I, I eat all parts of the chicken. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. No question about it. You know. What you guys think about something called a barbie sauce? Is that a, like barbecue? No. Um, Gino's cheesesteak in New York, you know, mm-hmm. world famous. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. Uh, they got in on this whole Barbie craze and they came up with this like pink, uh, they're calling it Barbie, uh, Malibu Barbie dream drizzle. And they put it on their, they're putting it on their cheesesteaks for like to get in on this whole Barbie craze. We had a picture of it this morning. It looked horrid. (laughs) A pink sauce is rough. Like a pink goo all over a delicious-looking cheesesteak. Yeah, that's rough. That's a rough one. I'm sure it tastes fine, right? Because it's probably just a mayo-based with a little bit of, like... Dragon fruit and uh, big punches of garlic and chili, apparently. I know. Ugh. What a way to ruin a delicious sandwich. Mm-hmm. I have a question for you. How do you get away with using somebody's... Because I guarantee you, Barbie's owned by somebody... Mattel. Yeah. Yeah, Mattel. Yeah, there you go. They're not going to be too happy with you naming a dish after their doll, are they? Um, plus, it's kind of creepy. Malibu Barbie Dream Drizzle. Yeah. yeah. Like, how much? Like, how much Barbie is in it? Yeah, I've seen that movie. <laughs> is that buffalo sauce or is it? Yeah, exactly. Oh. Mm. It's a nice stuff. Yeah. yeah. The, we had that one on the news this morning, and uh, folks were chuckling about the the. The dream drizzle. Yeah. I, oh. I don't like anything that if if the color of it doesn't necessarily exist in nature. I get that there's like pink roses and pink yeah. flowers, but it's not something that you would eat. That's why I like mustard. When you you know you break it down, it's yellow. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, that's why I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I Fair. feel that. We got pink salmon. You could go the salmon instead of the other deal. Yeah, 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 the color of a fish, absolutely. But the sauce, I don't see pink sauce anymore. Yeah, yeah. Ketchup is made from tomatoes, which are also red. You know, so yeah, that stuff works for me. I I just, yeah, I don't know. I I like cheesesteak. Just leave it alone. Yeah, it's like we're all thumbs down on Barbie's dream drizzle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what though? Like if it was here, would I eat it? No. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Probably yeah. Probably Not in front of I'd, you guys. I'd turn around. Yeah. I'd, yeah, I'd have the dream drizzle all over. I'd be. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with Tom. I didn't realize the cheesesteak was broken. Why do we need to? Fix I know. That? Yeah. So what true. the hell? Yeah. That's yeah, so it's true. If Never. you're, if uh, Chris, if you're about to go on air and you're going to eat something messy. What do you wear like a whole tarp, or is that something you can avoid? I won't eat before I go on the air. Oh. Good, good move. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, plus you- I get it gets it makes my 
you guys, pro- I'm sure you get that. Maybe not. Like it makes my throat and I get kind of like, yep. my voice isn't as good after yeah. I eat. Didn't you just tell us you ate a salad and you're about to go on air in 20 minutes? It's 7.01 and I won't go on the air until 9. Okay. All right. See? I see the buffer. I see the buffer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. If I eat and then go on the air, the whole show I'll talk like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It changes my voice completely. I sound like a hitman when I do that. I didn't realize when I ate and went on the air, I sounded like I was going to kill someone. But yeah, I, yeah, I don't. I understand exactly. I don't understand how people get up and eat a huge breakfast and then go do a morning show. Mm-hmm. No, I don't do either. Do Plus, you gotta. Well, I'm too much. I'm not gonna say it. Yeah. <laughs> Are you gonna say poop? Is you gonna say? Were you gonna well, say? I mean, come on, you can't get up and eat a big breakfast and then go sit in one spot, yeah. spot for the next four hours. Listen, that ain't gonna work out. Yeah. That's when you gotta go put in freaking some I, Eagles song or something. Yeah. So you've got enough time to be able to go to the bathroom. I just got an insight, like, you're, you take a while to poop. Because I like, why is it a big deal to poop during a commercial? I don't want to put myself under that pressure. I don't know what you, mm-hmm. like, you guys are used to that. I don't like that pressure. <laughs> All right, yeah. good to know. What do you mean we're used to it? <laughs> well, with radio, you got you to gotta go in between the breaks, and you become accustomed to being, being able to do that. We can't do it on this show. You can go pee, but that's as good as it gets. Oh, there's no way you'd have time to. No way. Well, also, every stall is friggin' filled up that's every true. time you walk into that bathroom. It's absolutely guy true. Guy is just in there destroying it. You're like, did I just walk into a sauna? Why is it so hot in here? It's awful. <laughs> it's awful. Oh, it's terrible. They're laying down a bunt the whole time. <laughs> yes. It's really thrilling. <laughs> really thrilling. Mm-hmm. There's no question about it, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. So that's all we have to yeah, say to you. I, I stopped eating before shows and stuff after uh, Chris, his guy's name is Chris, he plays guitar for the Foo Fighters. Um, obviously, you guys know the band, but he told a story about how, and he told us this when he was in town once, and then he told it on a, a podcast, but they were about to go out and play Wembley Stadium. No. Se- seven, cool. Yeah, 70,000 people were mm-hmm. there to see the Foo Fighters. And four minutes before they go on, Chris reaches over and he grabs a buffalo wing. And he eats oh. it, and he he, oh. he wipes his hand on his napkin, and then reached up and he like rubbed his oh, eye, no. and he got buffalo sauce in his eye oh. as the lights are going down at Wembley Stadium <laughs> in front of seventy. And he's up on stage, and when you watch, and they showed a clip of him on stage, and when he's on stage, he's playing the guitar, but one eye is constantly watering. <laughs> and oh he's, no! He's trying to play while one eye is just weeping because of buffalo sauce, and ever since then he's like. It's like two hours before showtime, I don't eat. And I'm like, you know what? I am going to take a cue from that, my man. Mm-hmm. Fair. Yeah. I don't understand why you'd rub your eye with the same hand you just picked up with buffalo sauce anyway. Because we're idiots. Yeah, I suppose like you're in that moment and you were I just, guess, I mean, yeah. your adrenaline's pumping, 70,000 people all chanting your name, and then you just don't even think about it, and boom. Seems like a weird move to grab a, like want to grab a buffalo wing one who eats one yeah. buffalo yeah. wing that's yeah. like what my main thought was was like yeah, well i'm a little hungry let me just eat this one buffalo <laughs> wing before i go out and just yeah what no. the appetite no yeah you're absolutely right yep. that's not gonna happen no question about it i had a great friend who worked at kwb back in the day named smoking joe hager worked with him at, at hubbard oh. 1500 kstp and as long as we're just talking about music and playing music or doing this or doing that there was one song, whenever I heard Joe Hager play it on KWB, I knew he was arguing with his girlfriend. You know how <laughs> I knew that? Because it was in the God of Davida, the whole 22-minute Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. 
So you knew he was arguing with the missus mm-hmm. yet again. All the da 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 da. Oh, we got 23 minutes of this, do we? <laughs> yeah. Somebody's at a big time argument. Oh, yeah. oh God, yes. Oh, God. So one time I heard it, and I was out that way. That, this is back when KWB used to be the far western suburbs, almost in Wisconsin, actually. Radio Drive over there. You guys knew where that was, didn't you? Mm-hmm. I'm driving by there, and he puts on Inagata DeVito. I went, I got to go and see Joe. I haven't seen Joe in a while. So I pull in. He's playing Inagata DeVito. And as I pull in, I see Joe chasing his girlfriend running down the road. Jeez. <laughs> what the hell? They, you think that was their thing? Like, there's couples that that's their yeah, thing. Is they fight, they make up. They fight, they make probably up. Probably yeah, true. That yeah. could be. I miss smoking Joe, though. What a great guy. He was from, uh, from New Jersey. Hey, Tommy, let me ask you a question. What are you doing tonight? Okay. okay, Joe, I know it's you. I guarantee you that. I love, I love East Coast guys' accent. I do, it's so too. Funny. All right, Palomino, we'll talk to you tomorrow, I'm assuming. Uh, I believe I'll be here, yes, but one hope. never knows. You might be out, man. Well, maybe rest in peace? I don't know what's happening. We're going to fire Mr. Happy Pants. That's oh, that's why. Do. Okay, got it. Get yeah. rid of him. The, the Dream Drizzle comic pushed it over the edge. <laughs> that was enough, he said. That's it. Thanks, Pally. All right, Hi, see you guys. Ladies and gentlemen, news brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. Thank you to Josh again yesterday. Really, really smart with the money. Calling in about, uh, I didn't see anybody yesterday claiming there's going to be a recession, by the way. Oh, good. So he, he fixed that. Yeah, he must have fixed it because I didn't, I didn't see anybody in the news claiming we're all going under any minute now. So that's good. Yeah. We shall take a break. Very special guest, Margaret Cho, coming up next. This is Tommy B. for our buddies at Niemeyer Trailer Sales. They've been a part of Minnesota since 1965. The name says it all. They are family. If you want to take your passion on the road and make memories camping wherever you want, no motors, but pull trailer RVs, go to Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Father Jim Sr. started the business, and the brother and sister team, Tim and Lisa, handle Albertville with Jim Jr. at the helm in Elko Newmarket. They're the best name in non-motorized RVs with great deals on the best brands like Rockwood and Northwood. Niemeyer Trailer Sales truly outservices their competition with personable employees, often sons and daughters of this third-generation family-owned business. They simply do what they say they will do. I love that. And they do it every time because their name is on the building. And with a huge selection and RV service pros, you will leave satisfied no matter what you're looking for. Niemeyer takes care of every memory maker, I mean customers that come in their Albertville or Elko Newmarket location. Head to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S dot com and put your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. What can Hubbard Interactive do for your business? Let's take a listen and find out what they did for one local company, Steve the Window Guy. I'm Sally and I'm a digital brand strategist here at Hubbard Interactive. We met with Melissa from Steve the Window Guy and she was looking for help with their video advertising strategy. So we helped build a comprehensive plan for streaming TV and YouTube ads. And Melissa, tell us how it's been getting your message out with help from Hubbard Interactive. I've been working with them for five years and what I've learned is that they have both the experience and the depth inside their team to help me solve any creative marketing challenge that I've got. So over the years I've moved from streaming TV to YouTube ads and now we're moving towards SEO and I'm loving the results that I'm seeing. 
Is there anything else you want business owners out there to know about Hubbard Interactive? I am so grateful for the entire team at Hubbard Interactive for effortlessly understanding our business and our marketing vision, and then always delivering only the best results. To find out how our experts can help your business grow, get in touch today at HubbardInteractive.com. Tom Bernard here for Power Lodge and Miller Marine. Attention all power sports enthusiasts. This August, we invite you to celebrate with Power Lodge as they hit a major milestone 25 years of bringing action and excitement to Minnesota as your go-to destination for all things marina and power sports course. To say thank you, each of their locations will host a local community appreciation day. It's a great idea. Join Power Lodge in Brainerd, Ramsey, Onamia, or St. Cloud as they roll out the red carpet with delicious food, amazing prizes, fantastic giveaways, and unbeatable special pricing. As the grand prizes, they'll be raffling off a variety of Polaris ATVs and snowmobiles. Check out PowerLodge.com for event dates near you this Saturday, August 12th. Join Hubbard and Ramsey at Power Lodge from noon to 2 when Tom Bernard Morning Show and Score North Swag. Plus, someone who registers to win on Saturday will score a pair of Gopher Cornhusker home opener football tickets. Ooh, that'd be fun. Uh-huh. Great stadium, too. That's on the 31st of August, by the way. Lower-level seats and on the 50-yard line. What do you think of that action? Yeah. Follow uh, Power Lodge on social media as they unveil 25 days of deals on the latest off-road and on-road vehicles, boats, and supplies from the top brands in power sports. That's right. 25 days of back-to-back incredible offers. You won't want to miss this. Mark your calendar for this Saturday and get in on the action during the 25th anniversary Power Lodge, where throttle therapy begins. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant, and I'm driving my car safely and legally communicating on my phone. Minnesota law allows a driver to use their cell phone to make calls, text, listen to music or podcasts, and get directions by voice command or single-touch activation without holding your phone. Violations are very expensive. The National Safety Council reports that cell phone use while driving leads to 1.6 million crashes per year, and nearly 400,000 injuries are caused by texting and driving. Not surprising, since four seconds with your eyes off the road is like driving the length of a football field blindfolded. And research shows that just two seconds increases the risk of an accident up to 24 times. Texting may only take a second, but it can end your life or ruin it forever. Please... Drive safely and stay alive. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Bradshaw and Bryant. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, 8.52 now, it's 8 minutes till 9 o'clock here on the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Um, I don't know what this means. 10 demotivational posters to keep you humble. Why would you want to demotivate someone? I don't know, especially me. I'm not very motivated to begin with. No, I never noticed that. No. Uh, you've seen motivated posters before, motivational posters, I should say, before, like the one on a, a kitten on a rope that says, hang in there. But now a collection of demotivational posters going viral. They definitely keep you humble. Someone did a deep dive and posted the funniest ones they could find. Each one of them uh, lists the theme, followed by a message that's the opposite of motivational a few favorites, uniqueness, even if you're one in a million, there's still 7,500 of you out there. Uh, the lottery, the odds of you dying on your way to purchase a ticket are greater than the odds of winning. The t- well, isn't this just a, a thrilling a, day maker? That's an upper. These are definitely Jesus. not uppers. Uh, underachievement, the tallest blade of grass is the first to be cut by the lawnmower. Ooh. Healthy, the slowest possible rate at which you can die. Uh, relationships. I'm telling you, honestly, we were talking about this when the show first started. 
everybody now is so negative and self-involved now. It, it's They always want to focus on the negative thing. It's hard to be around negative people. It's draining. And there's more and more and more of them every day. Yeah. My God. Cheer up, for Christ's sake. Yeah. Uh, responsibility. Relax. If your job really mattered so much, wouldn't your company have someone better doing it? Uh, motivation. Do what you love, and you'll never have to work a day in your life because that field isn't, th- isn't hiring. These are stupid yeah. I've hit the wall with this. I'm sorry. It's just somebody being a crabby pain in the ass, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's the deal? Yeah. Is Margaret's ready to go? Yeah. She is. <clears throat> Magnificent. Margaret Cho, ladies and gentlemen, Margaret Cho's live and livid tour, September 23rd, the Fitzgerald Theater in St. Paul, Minnesota. Good morning, Margaret. Good morning. Margaret, have you ever played the Fitzgerald Theater before? I think I have. I thought I you had. I, I thought you had, but I wasn't it's sure. Really, it's magnificent. It's yeah. wonderful. It's a beautiful theater. And I think I was there with the John Moe show for NPR. Mm. So that uh, so it wasn't yep. actually like a stand up performance, but it was there it was there for that. With and I was interviewing um, Josh Ritter also. Oh wow. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, really cool. It is a great place, uh, no question. Uh about that, I love, you know, Margaret, what's amazing, and I wasn't going to do this anyway, but uh, it's mentioned there are certain things that you can't discuss, but I, I just, do most people not understand they probably shouldn't do that at this particular time because of what's going on in Hollywood? I think, um, well, you know, with the strike, it's really important to um, go by what the, the rules are for our unions. And, yeah. so, and I'm a longtime union supporter. I, my grandfather was a labor union leader, so this is, like, oh. super in my blood. I love this. It's so important. And so I'm out there on the picket lines. So I'm just I'm very supportive of my union, and I'm really grateful for our, our solidarity and also the solidarity for um, the WGA and IATC. It's, it's incredible. Now, Margaret, is there a place, because I've been in Los Angeles many, many times, but I can't think of a place. Is there a place where you could go picket and then throw a brick through the window like they used to, like back in the 20s? <laughs> that would be um, that would be quite I- incredible. I don't think so, <laughs> but I, I, I don't know. Maybe um, we could work with the union for props. That's IOTC. Yes. Yes. We could get IOTC in, and we could get, get all of the prop bricks that are sort of foam rubber. We could do that. That's so magnificent. Definitely have all of the fake broken glass, and, you know, IOTC definitely includes all of those unions as well. So we could we could work something out. I love it. i got to read this paragraph. As a comedian, Margaret has been named one of Rolling Stone Magazine's 50 Best Stand-Up Comics of All Time, one of Vogue Magazine's Top 9 Female Comedians of All Time, while CNN chose her as one of the 50 people who changed American comedy. That's a lot of, man, that's putting a lot of heat on you, Margaret. I know. I didn't even know, but I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you should be happy about it, but my God. i very happy. Oh, you should be. There's no question about it. No, it's, it's going to be so great. Like I said, September 23rd, we'll have you in town, the Fitzgerald Theater. And by the way, September 23rd is a great time to come to Minnesota anyway. It's phenomenal. Mm, because it's before, it gets really cold. It's a beautiful fall. Correct. And uh, it's going to be really lovely. It is indeed. Any particular things you're, you're doing now, Margaret? Uh, anything you avoid doing now? I mean, it, the only reason I ask that question is because we're talking to Margaret Cho about her show. It's September 23rd, the Fitzgerald Theater in St. Paul. But, yeah, I got to believe there's just certain things now that people get very, people are very touchy about everything right now. So is that is that difficult? Yeah. 
No, because you can talk about how touchy they are. That's the fun <laughs> thing about it. Good. You can really get into that, like, people getting offended or being upset about things that might or might be offensive or not offensive or whatever it is. Like, the fact that that has sort of emerged, the, the sort of idea of cancellation, that actually has been a huge point of things to talk about. Good. So, it, in a way, is a benefit because it, it's like you're, you're talking about the outrage becomes another avenue which to outrage or deflect or diffuse. Um, I think ultimately comedy's function is to diffuse. Yeah. We want to go and diffuse the bomb, go in there and like be uh, the one that kind of t- takes all the wiring out and sees how things work. And then in that element is a kind of healing, maybe? I hope. We'll see. See, now that's what comedy's supposed to be, isn't it? Yes. We want to dissect exactly what it is that's so... Uh, alarming and figure it out and so i hope that i can um i mean i mean everything is so divided and that you want to bring people together that's my hope how can we do that when that and I, again i don't watch a whole lot of the national news market and i don't want to get too political here or anything like that but i just i cannot watch the national news because all they do is lie to get ratings on there now and it's all of them Every, everybody has a bias yes and so yeah. when you can see the bias like then you can kind of more explain. Oh, these people are, so, and it's also like so, social media will only feed you content with that you're likely to agree. Yeah, that confirmation so bias. That's part of it too. Yeah. Yeah, confirmation bias and a comp, kind of like it's always they're always preaching to the choir. No matter what, uh, there's different kind of platforms you can go on that specifically your your, your sort of ideology. But um, even the big mainstream ones, they divide us further. I just think you guys do play a very, very important role. And by you guys, I'm talking about comedians. Um, When I was a teenage boy, it got me through. It was a very, very rough period in my life. And I got through because of two things, Marvin Gaye and Richard Pryor. That's a fact. Yeah. Love it. Love it. I mean, it was wonderful. Very, very inspirational. Now, I know we've only got a couple more minutes with you, but I do want to talk about Cats and Lucia. Like my Uju, my boy cat, is on my arm, and then Lucia is on my hip right now. Oh, I'm so jealous. They're excited to talk that I'm on a song with them, because that means that maybe breakfast is going to be soon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, cats are, they are, yeah. Um, I remember I used to have a cat. I've been manifesting a cat, Margaret, for a while now, and I'm hoping that... Yeah, I know. Hopefully December. I'm, I'm hoping I can get a cat eventually. But, man, they, sh- they, they anticipate breakfast about four hours prior than you should give it to them. So. I know. It's so funny. But they, I just love them so much. I just went to cat pond. So I'm excited that you're going to get a cat because there's so many kittens out there. They need homes. And they adopted about 150 kittens this past weekend. Yeah. Um, Yes. So nice. We have a place around here. It's secondhand hounds and consignment cats. And so I'm going to get myself a consignment cat here very soon. Oh, good. I I can't wait. It's going to be great. They really need homes and loving homes is my balance. Margaret, I don't want to put any pressure on you, but as I just said, the only way we're getting out of this and stop hating one another is through music and comedy. So it's all on you, sister. 
I agree. I'm going to do my best. Thank you so much. <laughs> Margaret, thank you so much for being with us. September 23rd, the Fitzgerald Theater. If you've never been there, ladies and gentlemen, it's a phenomenal place to see comedy. Anyway, uh, September 23rd, Fitzgerald Theater. Margaret Show, thank you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Got a little rough there at the end. What the I hell know. Was I was happen? like, I can barely hear. So I was like, if I, I talk about, I, like, I think whoa. I can pull out some cat information. That's why I was looking at you like, I can barely hear and I'm trying. Yeah, I'll let her people know that it was, because yeah, that sucks when that happens at the end, yeah, when you only bad. have like two minutes left, because yeah. then they go, because you want to restart the interview or try to get, but then they're like, ah, oh, we're just going to move on. You're like, well, the last three minutes of our interview sucks, so the next person gets yeah. the good interview? All right, fine, whatever. Uh, this is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.